This is the WOKV Spotlight on 104.5 WOKV. It's 8.51 and ahead of the big game on Sunday on CBS 47 and ESPN 690. Unfortunately, there will not be a Hall of Fame speech and bust in Canton for Jaguars legend Fred Taylor as he fell just short of entering in the 2024 Hall Class. Action Sports Jack's Brent Martineau is here. Jags base is bumming because you look at other guys who got the nod like Devin Hester and you're like, Devin Hester over Freddie T, really? Yeah, I think there's a lot of that today. We did this for years now with Tony Baselli as well, right? And I think we've got to get our patient hat on uh, when it comes to Canton, Ohio for Freddie T. He is deserving. He's earned it. He will get in, in my opinion. He was a finalist this year. That was a huge step. When you're a finalist, you usually have Canton around the corner. Uh, Again, that happened to Tony Baselli. He eventually got in, knocked down that door. I think Freddie T will uh, but obviously not this year. Uh, he is such a fan favorite. Uh, the elegant and exquisite style of running and just the numbers back it up, Rich, that he should be in Canton, Ohio. I think he does get there someday. And we've all talked to him about it. He feels he needs to be there as well. Yeah, he does. And and that's okay, too. And he's, yeah. you know what? I think he's handled it, uh, well, I don't know about better, but he used to push for himself a lot. I think he now understands the process. I think he knows getting to this final stage. Uh, he is going to have to wait this out a bit. It's hard to get in when you're a finalist for the first time, and it is Jacksonville, and he had the one Pro Bowl, and there are things like that that will hold him back, even though we don't think he should be held back. Right. Uh, this is going to be a little bit of a battle I think, over the next uh, couple of years, but maybe next year is his turn. I heard you say last night on Action News Jacks at 11 o'clock, it's been a surprisingly quiet news week in Vegas, which really in and of itself is almost the big story of this Super Bowl week. <laughs> yeah, I think it was Joe Buck that said something crazy is going to happen in yeah. Vegas. Now we've still got time, right? right. <laughs> we got the, the weekend ahead, but uh, it's just a little bit boring, I think. Um, and I'm, I don't know if that's a problem or a bad thing. I'm just acknowledging that I don't really think there are major storylines. We know Patrick Mahomes. We know the Chiefs so well right now. And quite frankly, we know the San Francisco 49ers really well. I think Brock Purdy is probably the story uh, in Vegas uh, going into this football game and how he will play in the Cinderella story, if you will. But uh, I expect a really good football game. I just don't think we've had a lot of headlines coming out of the week. So as we look into the game, what do you see as kind of being the keys here? And, you know, as a um, still uh, wincing Detroit Lions fan, I saw how the Lions were able to uh, kind of put the San Francisco defense on their heels, at least in the first half. But we were able to see a comeback uh, in that second half. How does Kansas City take advantage early and kind of build on that dynasty, Darius? I think. Yeah, I think what you're you're seeing a lot in these postseason especially, and maybe this happens in every week of the year, but I, I think especially in this postseason, is look at the first, like, I don't know, 12 to 20 minutes of the game, but really like 15 to 25 plays on offense for these teams because, like you said, Detroit jumped out to lead San Francisco. Green Bay jumped out to lead San Francisco. It was Kansas City that jumped out to the lead against the Ravens and then held on, could play conservative. So if you can get the lead, usually, obviously, you're in good shape in any sport, in any game. San Francisco, amazingly, was awful at coming back, but has come back in the last two fourth quarters of the playoffs so far. If that happens again, I don't think they're coming back. On the flip side, if they get off to a good start, nobody seems to catch up to San Francisco when they get the lead. So I think the first 12, 15, 18 minutes, something like that, are super critical. And you could probably say that, Rich, in every Super Bowl. It just feels a little more magnified this postseason. All right, so who wins? 
You know, I, I think uh, it's hard to bet against the Chiefs, but I'm going to do it anyway. I just think San Francisco is the all-around better football team. They don't have the better quarterback. I don't think they have the better coach. That's tough to win in the NFL, but they are that loaded on their roster. They have two unicorns. Nobody has a player like Christian McCaffrey, and nobody has a player like Debo Samuel on offense. In the league, they are unicorns, and the ability to use them, I think, is the difference in this game. The defense does enough against Patrick Mahomes. I think the Niners get it done. You going to make a prop bet on Taylor Swift at all? <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> there are, are so many. Watch the, hey, are you going to watch the game should be a prop bet. I'm still smart, man. It still hurts. But, yes, and if I'm not in front of the TV, I'll be listening in on ESPN 690. We've got it covered on all platforms. Pre-game coverage begins on CBS 47 uh, well in advance of the kickoff after 6. And if you're going to be out and about Sunday afternoon, we start at 2 o'clock on ESPN 690. Brent, thanks. It's 856.